Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Moke's Audio Logs. This is your temporary host, Molly Knife, and I'm here with... Uh, Michael Lipton. <laughs> Whoa, role reversal. Yeah. <laughs> so today I'm going to be asking Michael Lipton a couple questions about himself in the style that he asks other people. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. Mm-hmm, okay. Me too. Um, we're doing this in... Uh, Sorry to cut you off. We're doing it in celebration of um, the end of season three, as well as um, we finally got a thousand listens. So we're also gonna. Um, I'm also gonna give drop like five shirts of merch, and Whoa. I'm gonna give it to people who are uh, big fans, or like if you want to buy it because it's kind of expensive. <laughs> so I'm gonna give a shirt to Molly and Kea and Braden Coward. Shout out those three. Um, but if you're a if you're a big fan, just um, like text me, please. And uh, I will, uh, we'll see what we can work out. Yeah, rep it, rep it. Um, Okay, so Michael, who is Michael Lipton? Oh, um, that's a great question. Um, There's a lot of things Michael Lipton would want to be. But uh, I think currently right now, Michael Lipton is someone, um, uh, the basic facts are, I'm a chemical engineer. I... um, I can see the pressure that this puts on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice little, to be in the other situation. It's a big question. But um, I'm a chemical engineer. I'm from Pittsburgh. I have a brother. I have a dog. Um, I'm very. Um, I'm not the person who I want to be yet, but I'm on track. Um, I know that I'm on track to be the person who I want to be. Okay, that's a really interesting concept. So, tell me a little bit more about the person you want to be. Um. Well. I've uh, I've kind of find found out through my time at UVA that um, a, a number one trait is being kind. I would say um, I don't think kindness has ever been wrong um, in any situation. I've um, with with the people surrounded me. I like I've kind of wanted to take not necessarily that, like a part of someone's personality is is the best, but like mm-hmm. I see uh, parts of people who I really 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 admire. Um, and I kind of, like, I'd love to adopt traits from certain people. Yeah. Um, so I can, maybe not to, not to name drop, but I know there's specific people who I can think of whenever I think of how I want to act whenever I want to be kind, how I want to act whenever I'm I'm a role model, how I want to act when I'm having fun. Yeah. Um, and I'd say I'm kind of working towards, always improving to try and work towards who, um, like kind of this optimal figure, I guess the optimal, I'll never reach that optimal figure, but always working towards that. Okay. That's a really interesting, interesting concept. So are there certain things that you, I don't know, like, you know, you want to be fitter, you, you run, like if you want to <laughs> be smarter, you read, like, are there certain mm-hmm. things that you do or try to implement in your life that help you get there? Um, I guess in order to, uh, I, I'd say, cause those are the getting fit, you run, getting, um, reading, you get smarter. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd say that the, the, the skills that I kind of want to attain are not necessarily like hard skills or more like soft skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that I'm I like, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm getting some soft skills. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I'd say interacting with people who have those soft skills because that, that way I'm able to, um, that way, uh, interacting with them and also reflection because I'm able to, um, see how, how they operate in practice and how, like, cause obviously you're never going to encounter a situation that you see if, but if you see, um, 
uh, a person with a desirable trait uh, operate many times, you're able to kind of understand how that trait operates and how you could include it in your um, in your personal self yeah. through like reflection. So also reflection, I would say. Yeah. Um, right. s- seeing what yeah. other people do. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I was thinking about what I like, some of the things I really wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I find really interesting about you is that you're very introspective, like reflective. I think a lot of people would call you curious, philosophical. Um, Let's but go. you're a, you're a chemistry major, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm, I I mean I know very little about chem or e, but um, <laughs> I mean it it kind of seems like maybe that doesn't leave a lot of room for S- for philosophy it. or for introspection. Like what brought you to to chemical engineering? Oh, um, I, I I have such a pre-made answer for this. I'll I'll just I'll just rip that right oh, off great, the bat. Great, great. Um, I'm a chemical engineer because um, my core life values are I want to understand as many things around me as possible. Mm. um in like in general um so i i love the fact i'm sure you people who've taken gem chem have learned the fact about like um intermolecular forces mm. and how like soap is a non-polar and a polar um has like a non-polar and a polar end so then it's able to like get off the dirt as well as be pulled off by water whenever water comes down oh, um cause, like dirt's non-polar whatever mm. um so i love that i love learning about the world around me so that's chemistry Um, and, um, engineer, chemical engineering comes in because engineering kind of a core chemistry uh, major, nothing on core chemistry majors, but engineering (laughs) sets you up with like a a mindset and a framework that I think is more applicable to the real world. So Mm -hmm. basically engineering is the practical part of my major. Um, and, um, the school that I'm at is my philosophy interest. So I was, I was deciding between a a real technical or a technical school and UVA, um, and I decided to go to UVA because there's more to life than just atoms and bonds. There's also uh, music and culture and interactions with other people. Um, so instead of going to the nerd school, um, <laughs> I, I came here. Wow. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. That, that's really cool. Um, so kind of like how, like now that you're here at UVA, yeah. like how does it kind of match up? You know, I think everyone has like very things that they they want or they think they want out of college like how does uva match up to what you thought you wanted i think it's um it's matched up pretty well um things that i wanted out of college were um like people who i could really enjoy talking to Mm. um i've really found that here i would say um i i'm honestly really proud of the fact that i've created a a deep enough connection with a decent bit of people to like be like at a at a at a party and have any conversation that I want um and that freedom of conversation is something that I really really am happy with because I know if I go home I'm I might not be able to discuss like if, with my friends at home I might not to be able to like discuss super something super abstract mm. um versus here I, I know for a fact Spencer O'Patterny will, will, <laughs> will take on any single conversation about like uh, metaphysics or any abstract true, concept true. that like th- some, some dumb, dumb concept like that. Um, uh, just, just the, I want to honestly say the ability to do anything with anyone here is what I've looked for in the college experience mm-hmm. and the fact that I've not just say that, but that I have done a lot of different things with a lot of different people. Hmm. Okay. 
That's really, I kind of want to pull on that thread a little bit there, just mm-hmm. about like people. Um, I'm wondering, like, I think there's like an old quote that's like 80% of learning in college is like outside of the classroom. Right. And do you think like, so within that 80%, how much of it do you think is, is like talking to people or like experiences or like kind of where do you think you learn the most? Um, hmm. So I, I got to say talking and experiences because there are so many nonverbal things that happen that really inflicts who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, that's a that's a great quote. I don't think school really teaches me. I mean, teaches me some, but like, uh, I I hold the personal belief that like, me or anyone can do any major. I don't think um, school is necessarily that difficult. It's super stressful, yeah. but at the end of the day, I think anyone can do it. Um, so I think the real learning, uh, the real uh, differential learning, comes from conversations and experiences you had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I've learned a lot from observing different s- situations. Um, mm-hmm. Being in a frat has definitely allowed, yeah. like I'm not always the, the star of the show in the frat, so uh, um, <laughs> very much little I am, but so I have, um, I'm uh, most of the time like observing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's huge. Um, so I definitely gain a lot from observing there, but also active conversation. Um, shout out Shrey K. Amanvi. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've, I've had some uh, very, um, conversations where I've learned so much shout out why Dayhoff too um, <laughs> uh, I've had some conversations where I just like learn a lot from people um, mm. in those conversations and that has been a, like I would 99 times out of 100 I would rather have a, a, a conversation like that with like with Arian mm-hmm. than go to class right um, I feel like whenever I have a conversation with someone it's more real life applied knowledge Mm -hmm. than it is conceptual in class i mean the chemi framework that you learn is um you learn fluids going through pipes Mm -hmm. but anything could be a fluid and anything could be a pipe um (laughs) and ways to like balance that um and so it's a it's a cool framework but like the actual practicality of it Mm -hmm. is you're not going to use that whenever you're (laughs) <laughs> whenever you see someone at the bar that you want to talk to, yeah. how the hell am I going to, uh, let me be, uh, I will be the fluid and the, <laughs> the pipe will be the crowd. The fluid is a little bit, yeah. that's a little bit of a suggestive <laughs> way to, to approach someone, I would say, but. Um, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm a, I'd be, I'd say I'm a huge proponent of that quote of 80%. Right. Learn outside. Have you, have you had, you know, conversations that, that stand out to you? Like anything that really changed your mind on something or or was really impactful to you or just kind of like you've had a lot? Yeah. Um, I can think of a a couple. One was, um, it was, uh, me, Shreya and Kaya and Cyrell. Um, I just like came home from a beta thing and like stopped by. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I ended up staying until like five (laughs) 30 in the morning. Um, and I walked out of the conversation and I, and I, I thought to myself, I said this to them. I, I came back and I said this to them because I wanted them to know. But that's what I, like it was just a conversation about so many different things in such a wide range that I feel like it covered a lot of genres. Mm-hmm. And um, like that, I was so content with that conversation that I was I was happy with my college experience there. Wow. Um, other other one-off conversations. I mean, I can think of specific conversations with um, 
with uh, Wyatt, Arian, Spencer, Peter, Tyler, j- just different Archaea. Just like one-off different conversations that I'm just thinking of just like that have kind of changed not necessarily my immediate actions, but gave me an additional insight that allows me to like maybe add that a little bit in the future. Mm. Like um, trying to think of a specific example. Um, with Wyatt, I was talking about um, we were talking about like who the people like who the <laughs> who the person we are is, um, mm. and we were talking about different types. So basically, uh, there, there's kind of a um, uh, I won't reveal too much, but because <laughs> this is his private information. Yeah, <laughs> um, but me and Wyatt at our core are different people, mm. um, and kind of learning. Uh, that there truly are different people from me is something that has, I guess, changed my perspective. I think um, I kind of I kind of operate in the world where I think that deep down everyone's like me. Right. Um, but finding out that people like deep down there is no more third thought that um, that someone is just like me in their core and is going to think like me. It's 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 um, that's that that's an eye opening thought that. I mean, it's it's a it's a basic thought that anyone should have, mm-hmm. but to actually fully accept for me at least took a while. Interesting. That's a really like interesting concept. Because um, I feel like the natural like human inclination is to think that there's no one like us. Yeah. That like every like I was reading this um, Joan Didion quote the other day, and I wish I could like quote it off the dome. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> but um, it was just something very. It was like the beauty of being young is that you think that everything that's happening to you has never happened to anyone else before. Right. And you think that every experience that you have is singular um, or every like thought that you have is unique. And so I'm really interested to see that you kind of came at it from a different, that you, you thought that everyone was kind of similar in, in certain ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, In thinking about who people, uh, like how people react and how people are, like if I'm going to like say like, oh, he's definitely not going to like this or he definitely is going to like this. Mm-hmm. I like I th- in order to think like that, um, I mean, I'm just putting myself in their shoes. Right. But it's still at that core. It's still myself and mm-hmm. still my thought press process, but with a, a, a veil of someone else's uh, likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, um People are different, but I still think that their core logic center could be derived by someone else. But I could not like the logic that Wyatt has. I just cannot generate. Right. It, we're just inherently different people. It's very interesting. Okay. So I think one of the things that I really wanted to ask you when I like agreed to do this was you're a very innately curious person. Like mm-hmm. I think that's a, a quality that most people would describe you as. Um, And I'm very, like, I think that curiosity is oftentimes something we lose as we get older. Like, we just kind of get tired of asking questions and not getting answers or, you know, something like that. Do you think that there's, like, whether it be, like, a person or, like, a a quality of yours or, like, how you grew up that I think, like, fostered your curiosity rather than suppressed it? Like, do you think there's a reason that you're still really curious? Um, I'd say it's, um, three thoughts. (laughs) <laughs> one uh shout out montessori Yo. <laughs> uh i went to a montessori school till third grade and i think that really started and fostered a like 
kind of a spirit of um, like wanting to um, wanting to learn and wanting to explore my surroundings. Right. Uh, Montessori provides a framework for kids to do whatever they want to do as long as they do at least the setup for my Montessori school is as long as you do all the tasks by the end of like the month mm. you can do them in any order and do whatever you want each day as long as you get them finished um, so I think that kind of that thought processes allows you to kind of create freedom I also mm. I would say my parents also very very much fostered it um, they allowed me to kind of not talk about but I I would always ask my dad questions. Mm. Actually, crazy, crazy memory. Um, I remember driving to school in in elementary school, and I asked my dad, um, "Why, <laughs> why does, uh, how does sweat work?" Um, <laughs> that's a crazy memory. I know exactly where I was, like driving in my small town. Um, what street I was and which direction we were going. We're actually going in the opposite direction of the elementary school. But I I know I was very young. Um, Crazy question. Um, But I think my, I guess, so my dad is probably like that as well. Um, As well as my mom, um, who are naturally curious people who kind of want to know what's going on. Um, So I don't know if, um, and honestly, I don't know if my curiosity now is is tainted Mm. in the fact that, like, I want to know because that makes me more comfortable. Um, or if I want to know because it's pure curiosity. That's a really, that's a really like interesting point. Like kind of love of learning for like love of like understanding what's around you or kind of like settling in feeling Mm -hmm. like you're not going to be blindsided because there's nothing you don't know or like kind of an innate sense of just like wanting to know more. Like, do you think that there's, there's like a possibility that there's a balance of both or do you think that like. Um, I think, well, first of all, I think there's in inherent value in being curious. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, at least for me, it's provided a lot of benefit in terms of not saying no and being willing to experience new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I do think there's a balance of, um, that you can like get an overall of, of overall curiosity. You can't be too curious. Right. Um, you mm-hmm. can't scratch at someone until they die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Uh, I, I think it's very hard to fully balance. That was my roommate home. Hi. <laughs> Shout out Daniel. <laughs> uh, that's going to be episode next, next semester. Um, but it's, it's, there's definitely a balance. Um, it's very hard to find the balance cause hmm. I find myself, Ooh, I really wish I knew that about this. But yeah. then also I, I find myself, man, if I only had not asked that question, then that situation wouldn't have gone sour. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I find both. So it's definitely a, a hard balance to find. Yeah. I, I kind of see like, see what you mean by that. I think I would definitely classify you as someone who I could see as like a lifelong learner, um, just in the way that you like approach answering your questions and, and being curious. But I'm kind of, I'm wondering if there's something that like you haven't gotten to learn yet that you're just like dying like you you wish you like if you could have dinner with someone dead or alive like kind of thing (laughs) like I I mean I think that's like a crazy like um college supplemental essay question but you know like if there's someone you could learn from huh um honestly there's there's a lot of people right now in my life who I'd love to talk to more um 
But honestly, if I could talk to anyone, I'd like to talk to my dad's dad or my, um, like four people popped, pop into mind, Richard Dawkins, my dad's dad, Albert Camus, or, um, Albert Camus. or my mom's mom, I think interesting would be sweet. It's interesting. Cause I feel like you've got like a, a pretty solid balance of knowing, like learning something to learn more about yourself. Like, I think mm-hmm. that like anytime you talk to a family member, like, I think you learn a little bit more about them yeah. and also about you. And, um, I'm like, really, I'm interested in what what you would ask like your family members like if there's something you'd want to understand more about them um i'd like to understand more about my dad hmm. um i i also like both actually and, and my mom too um both are at my parents are both old hmm. my dad is 80 my mom is um in her 60s um and like uh, i think she's 66 now um but um I think they both operate in I see, I'm I'm um I've been conscious for their late life. Mm. Um so my dad has gone through like so many other different periods of his life and mm-hmm. gone through so many different transitions to kind of see how his father saw him transition mm. through all those times would be kind of really uh, as well as uh, my mom's mother experience see her uh transition through all of her times. I mean the my parents are kind of in their final state where they've, um, that's not crying. That's, that's me burping. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, where like they, uh, they've kind of equilibrialized into the people who they are today. But I've, I've Mm -hmm. talked to my, um, my half sisters and they say that like my dad is not the same person. And, um, same thing. I've talked to my, with my dad about my mom. They've been married for 25 years. Mm -hmm. Um, he says that she's not the same person. Um, whether for better or for worse, who knows, but, um, I'd love to see who they were throughout their life and how they've become the people who they are today. Um, like my, I would say my dad's one of the kindest people that I know. Um, he tries hard to be kind. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe sometimes even too hard. <laughs> um, uh, but at the same time I've seen him like. He he says I don't I, I, we still don't know if this is real but like it was in like one of his alumni books um, but apparently he was the leader of a gang um, <laughs> whenever he's little uh, like a teenager in the Bronx um, called the Talons so shout out any Talons out there um, I got one of your OG I, members <laughs> I don't think I could have predicted that sentence um, like, in any yeah. capacity um, my dad got like he was almost got kicked out of um, of college he was like there on complete scholarship. Um, and he almost got kicked out cause he had four fights in his first week. Wow. Um, like he's like a mark in his hand where like a pencil was stabbed in his hand. Um, so like you can balance a pencil in his hand, um, <laughs> like versus the person who he is today is just so different from whoever I imagined that person who he was. Wow. I would love to learn about that person. So maybe sit down with not my dad's dad, but my dad at a younger age. Wow interesting so the exact same thing goes for my mom as well i'm just using my my dad as the primary example do you think that like and feel free to ignore this question but mm-hmm. do you think that there um that that has been the biggest like drawback of having parents who are older is like maybe 
only seeing them in a very particular like stage of life or a very particular mindset or do you think that there's Um, something else that kind of it's definitely something that i've always had to um deal with that sucks Mm -hmm. i don't think there's any any real benefits of parents being old besides being retired um so like but still i didn't um they were still doing stuff all the time um as a kid i remember i'd always um once probably like once once a month or once every two months i'd realize that my parents were gonna die uh i've talked to other people about this but like like when your dad's like 80 and he's a grandpa to other like to other people um like he 80 80 year olds like they don't they don't live for uh as like he might not be there for when i get married you know um that's like the same thing with my mom that's that's like a fact of life that i just have to accept um it makes me it makes me very sad i like i never there's only one i only have one grandparent um i kind of forget the original question (laughs) but um i only have one one grandparent and i think um like it's not necessarily the greatest having older parents i i'd say the negatives definitely kind of outweigh the positives yeah um but it's something that i've kind of just uh agree with now and i really do wish i could have kind of grown up with my parents instead of seeing them at their end right yeah i mean do you want kids yourself yeah um and i also i'd also like for my kids to have grandparents you know yeah um we'll see how that goes (laughs) Uh, who knows but um my my dad's dad also died pretty young Mm -hmm. unfortunately i think he was 30 when he died wow um so my my dad does plan to live to actually a uh, hundred and uh, twenty, so uh, we'll see. Having met him, I I honestly would not be surprised. <laughs> like he he was like, I'll I'll add an anecdote from when I met Michael's dad. He was like head to toe running gear. <laughs> like honestly, could kick my ass. Like very he, fit uh, guy. Very like with it. Mm-hmm. He he, w- he worked really hard to maintain that he uh like on Sundays and Saturdays he like runs seven miles oh my God. um he works out every day for like two hours um he doesn't eat salt dairy or red meat um he takes like a ton of pills <laughs> um he, he's like he, he's with it he reads his uh Harvard Health Journal wow. um making sure, making sure that he, he's on top of like which uh if he should have like more tuna or more salmon <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's always like, uh, sending articles and stuff like, uh, coffee's actually not good for you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to stop <laughs> drinking it. Wow. Okay. So he's got, yeah, he's got good odds, yeah. you know? Um, do you think that like, if you, you know, kind of were approaching a similar age to your parents and you, you hadn't had kids, but you still wanted them. Do you think that you, like, do you think that you would have kids at an older age? Like, or do you think that your experience um yes. has kind of warned you against it yes um although negatives mm-hmm. um i cannot be upset with my life yeah. um there's too much good in my life to say because it, in, in my mind uh the interpretation of that or the question that i get is 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 the negatives bought upon uh bought brought upon by my parents being old outweigh the positives that i have of living my life Mm. and um i think the positives that i have of living my life could outweigh anything yeah um so i would i would say that i would have kids at that age so i don't i don't blame them at all um but just an unfortunate situation i i like i'm too happy with my life to say that i uh that i'm 
I wouldn't have kids at this age. Gotcha. So I know you mentioned that you have a brother. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kind of what's your relationship with him like? Like, is it kind of, I know you mentioned you have half siblings as well. Like right. kind of how, what is your like sibling dynamic like? Um, my brother is, um, he is like, he just graduated. He's working now. Um, he kind of, he's a baller. He's, he's very similar <laughs> to me, but, um, slightly different. So we have very similar thought processes. Um, but we are also inherently different. Um, mm. like we have very similar interests, like anything that he'll like, mostly I'll like, I, I <laughs> we haven't really found interest in different things that like are completely separate. Like, mm. um, maybe with sports a little bit, but like, that's just like, uh, in my mind, just an interest. And I have like interest in other things that kind of counter that, mm. um, uh, I don't think there's something that like we wouldn't both like. Uh, we're we're very similar people. Um, uh, I was always referred to as Little Lipton by his friends because apparently <laughs> we we acted very similar. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but um, he's basically just an older me, um, wow. which is kind of nice to have. <laughs> Scary. Um, yeah, uh, if if you're looking like nature versus nurture, um, our natures are. S- yeah our natures are super similar and just because like we're slightly different people and we've been um nurtured in different ways mm-hmm. um like that's what creates a difference between mm-hmm. us but uh, looking at the same like straight up like n- nature i think that's very 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 similar that's that's a really interesting way to like view being similar to someone nature mm-hmm. versus nurture is yeah. really <laughs> interesting so we're kind of we're running low on time and yeah. my final question I want to ask you is kind of what do you hope that people take away from like interacting with you? Like, I think you, you're very unique in your interactions. Like, I don't think I've ever had a conversation like, um, um, I don't think I've ever had a conversation quite like one I've had with you. Um, and I kind of wonder like from even like listening to this podcast or interacting with you or meeting you, is there something that you really hope that people walk away with? That's a wild question. That's a fantastic question. Thanks. Great question. Um, to let, making sure that I have it right. What would people, what would I want people to get out of an interaction with myself? Yes. Huh? So I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through my thought process. Okay. Um, first I'm going to think of people who I, th- who um, I get something out of, and if I like the thing that they, uh, I, I, I get out of the conversations. So, honestly, I'm, uh, I'm wanting to say like more, the, the kind of, the, the, I don't know if it's the shitty thing to say, but I would like, I'd love for people to be more curious about the world if I, mm-hmm. after interacting with me. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be something that would be an incredible accomplishment. Mm. Um, I also think that, uh, making someone feel heard or Mm. there, I would say I like, I I, I try my best. I don't do, I don't do a fantastic job every time. Um, (laughs) at all. (laughs) I do a bad job many times. Um, but, um, I, I try to make people feel heard and, um, so if they come out of a conversation feeling comfortable, heard, and um, a passion for some new 
new topic or passion for learning about some new thing, mm. then I think that I've successfully done my job in rubbing off on them. Wow. I think you've been pretty successful in that in the time I, that I've known you. I hope so. I hope so. Well, Michael, it's been fantastic to have you on the pod. Oh, thank you. We thank might you. have you another time. Unsure. I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> oh, but thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And thank you guys for listening. And thank you for uh, liking up, like not liking up, but listening up my podcast. Um, it was fire to see some Spotify raps with my podcast. On. <laughs> that was so lit. Um, all right. Thank you so much. Have a nice day.